So we are your gaming and Gilmore Girls podcast. As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. All right. Well, interesting week. Check your jello jigglers. Recording schedules out the window. There's good stuff on Geekade. If if you guys like our content, as always, you can go over to geekade.com. Wonderful podcasts, video games, music, um, streamers and more. Check it out, geekade.com. What's your geek? We're uh, we're a man down. I'm not I'm not upset about it at all. <laughs> it's fine. But what I am upset about, along with most of the internet, the past couple of days is the Amico. Have you have you been watching this, Andy? So I haven't been following the story too much. I know there's like some photoshopped images, right? That's one of the part of the story so that was part of it from e3 there was clearly i guess some photoshopped what appeared to have been ps4 controllers swapped for that log of a controller that they have which i'm not mad at they people do that stuff all the time whatever yeah i mean it's a press photo right yeah um well what seems to have irritated everyone is a, a writer for um Ars technica had apparently there was a quote-unquote developer portal for the Amico, which was breached. Um, apparently it was all confidential information. However, it had flown over into the public domain and, and this article, which I will say it was not bashing what the Amico was. It was just merely going through the information that Intellivision had put on its own site. And he kind of pinpointed that, um, which led to specs for the console led to some kind of cringy guidelines that some of them, at least Tommy Tellerico definitely wrote. (laughs) Um, And then just some sort of guidelines on, on how to make games fun. And um, it was an interesting read, especially for people who have been skeptical about it. You know, I mean, love it or hate it. The Amico has been under, the microscope, you know, it's, it's, it just is what it is. Um, and this article kind of got to the nitty gritty and then immediately Tommy took to social media and threatened a lawsuit, um, stating that it was just blatant lies, which is kind of funny because it's the information your company put out on the internet for its developers. Oh boy. And then, you know, he was like, this is this was labeled confidential. This information was stolen and publicized, but that's not the case. They So he deleted the tweet, later backtracked, real, admitted that they had a breach in their security uh, that let this data get out and then kind of tried to play the victim card again. Um, it's all honestly just kind of very funny to watch. And, and I mean, I think, you know, to the casual observer of this whole thing, like, kind of what you'd expect at this point. But I think the best part was like just the realization that the uh, specs that they're basing this off of were like a, the comparable specs given in the development portal was basically an Android budget phone from like a few years back that would have cost about a hundred dollars at the time. And keep in mind that budget phone would have had a screen, which the Amico does not uh, a camera, which the Amico does not. 
And um, you kind of wonder what you're paying 250 bucks for. That's wow. That's crazy. Like, I mean, the the controllers have to cost something, right? Like those are, if that's well, what they uh, are, they, there's probably some sure. good tech in that, those controllers. But so the, the kicker though, is they showed like how much a lot of memory you were supposed to be able to give to the touchscreen portion of the controller. And yep. that was like pitiful to the point that I don't know what you do with it besides having it be like either a display interface or just like one dumb, big fat button to slap. So I don't know, man. So it's, it's basically, they're just basically VMUs at that point. Seems like it. It's like a dumber version of a Wii U tablet at this point is what it yeah. is what it's appearing to be. Huh. But I, I think just the I mean, the controller thing is still like debatable because like they haven't even really given hard evidence as to like how well that functions. But just knowing that you're grossly overpaying for the specs of what the console is supposed to be. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't you know, look good. No, that's and that's a problem. They're just getting in their way, their own way. You know, if they would just say it was a hundred dollars, $150. Nobody would care. Be like, right. Oh yeah, they're doing this side thing. Seems interesting. Maybe I'll check it out, you know, but since you're like launching it at <laughs> comparable to, you know, some pretty high end stuff, it's just under a microscope. And, you know, Tommy doesn't, the way he goes about managing this and the, the ego that he has, it seems like it's not a good fit where people are just poking and prodding at every little aspect just to get him going about it too, you know? And I wonder, like, obviously they're selling these things through GameStop, but I'm like wondering like, how long is GameStop going to hang on to that when there's no physical carts to sell? Right. Like all we've heard so far is that it's a digital e-shop and those games are capped out at nine 99 max. So what, I mean, what does a retailer stand to benefit from carrying this console? Almost nothing, right? Yeah. It can't be worth the shelf space. I mean, I I guess I'm making an assumption that they'll be in stores, which they probably won't. They'll probably only be on the website, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's, that's the thing you can't. It's not a thing that you can even put in stores and people are going to be like, oh, and television dad used to have one of those. Let's check it out. You know? Dude, right. Like even when I was even when I was a kid and I grew up at the tail end of that era, the first time I saw it on television in like 1989, I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I never saw. I saw one of those in my entire life until I was an adult. Yeah. One. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> you know, I like I don't want to crap on it, but like. I guess I, they've done a better job, I guess, of keeping it in in gamers' minds than than maybe the Atari VCS did. But like, oh, yeah. I still I still think there's a good chance that this doesn't ship outside of like the backers. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'll get to the backers, like the pre-orders, and then I think this thing's just gonna be gone. Yeah, I mean that's it's probably the same trajectory as the vcs because it seems like i mean that's out there but who really is able to buy that or you know going to buy that yeah and that shop you know from what i've seen from the people few people that do seem to have it there isn't much going on as far as like what's available and new games so i don't know 
It, it, I mean, it really does all come down to the price, I think. Yeah. If they had a fair price on that thing, it would alleviate pretty much every problem that they're dealing yeah. with. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you know, maybe the approach should have been and what Tommy should have done was like, not, we're going to launch this. It's going to be a new revolution, new games. Like maybe they should have just built a quality like flashback style console that had a store interface to download ROMs through because there was a yeah. back catalog. Right. And, and if at some point that turned into homebrew, great, but you know, package it with 40 games, let people buy the other ones for a buck a piece. Sure. Probably, probably makes more sense than because it, because when the price is there and I can get a switch or I can get this, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, the, I don't know. It's just so funny because he's always been, you know, you hear him in all those interviews. It's always like, no, there's no family friendly entertainment. Like, he's so delusional. I mean, if if it was 50 bucks, I would totally get oh, that. His point then, you know? Yes. You, But you can't say, oh, all games are nine ninety nine, and then inflate. The, <laughs> you know? Yep. Because that's well, the other, that's the flip side. No developer is going to be like, well, what do I have to gain by putting my thing on here if I can only get $10 and never patch it, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and how much, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say how much fun is that? Cause obviously there are game developers that love thriving in constraint. So there's that, but yeah, to your point, it, it seems like you would almost have to, I, I guess I see this going the way of the Ouya where it's like the the highlights from that are going to be moved out of that once that platform crumbles and they'll do well on their own and recoup money. Maybe sure. I think a lot of people are probably just pissing in the wind on this thing, including Tommy. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it'll come out like a lot of people are yeah. kind of saying that it's not going to even if it even exists, but I think it'll come out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, they had parts ordered and stuff, so you know what you do with them if you did yeah. build an Amico. Poor Someday. Amico. Poor Amico. I just want it to come out and be good for the people who are excited about it, but it's looking harder and harder. I, I mean, I want to see that. I want to see a new Earthworm Jim game, but that one, if- I'm not sure if that's going to ever come out. If that but, gets made, I guarantee you, you will see that outside of the Amico, 100%. At some point, it has, if unless it's like a 100% just cheap-ass mobile game type thing, then whatever. But right. if they actually put time and effort into that, they're going to have to put it elsewhere to recoup, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. So I'm looking at the show notes here, and like since we're talking about things with lack of excitement, how do you like your Series X? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I kind of described it even before I bought it that I wasn't all that excited to go get it. Right. Um, And it even probably let me down even more where it's just like, eh. it, it's a large chunk of plastic that didn't really fit in my entertainment center that I had to <laughs> finagle it in there. And uh, it looks and acts the same, feels the same. Um. How's that but controller? It's it's about the same. It's got some uh, texture on the back. That's about it. And okay. uh, the, the D-pad, they went back to like the disc thing. But yeah, I'm not a fan it, of that. But the uh, cross 
is raised up higher. So the throw on the disc is a little bit less. So it feels, feels okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the interface is the same, plays the same games. You know, you're playing Xbox One games and then the next time you're playing Series X games. And you can tell the difference in some of the Series X games. They definitely look nicer. And obviously the load times are crazy good. Um, But overall, man, it just feels like, yeah, I bought a video card, you know? <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, that's kind of where it's at, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny too, because like after we recorded that last time, I don't know why. It was just like in the office the one day last week and I was just bored and I was like, ah. Eh. So I started Googling like Xbox because like I heard they were restocks, like Xbox Series S. And the, well, the Best Buy had them. They sold out while I was looking at it locally. And then I looked at the Target and the Target had the Series S. And like I hovered over that like add to cart thing for like a good minute and a half. And I was like, nah. Like, nah, I don't need this yet. I'm good. Because yeah. I was just thinking back to that conversation where you're like, yeah, I mean, like, I want to be in the ecosystem, but I don't need to be in the next gen ecosystem for now. I mean, honestly, I think I, I was more excited about the S just for the fact that, like, I could do the, you know, retro arc build and stuff, too, and just, like, have that upstairs in my living room and yeah. have it be my streaming box, my retro arc box. And then I just started thinking, I was like, yeah, I thought I'd do the same thing with, like, my Vita TV and I just never do just never do anything with it. So I'll just wait. Yeah. I'll I'll wait for a redesign and a price drop. Yeah. That's probably the smart way to go. I'm yeah, you wonder you have to wonder if they'll price drop somewhat soon. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean if it's still if, if they're still scarce. Yeah. And if Sony doesn't drop, I don't think they have any reason to. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm also waiting for like the next version of the play. If I if I were to buy a PlayStation Five, I would like to wait until there's one that doesn't look like a vagina, and then I would buy that <laughs> one. Because um, I just wanted to look, you know, like I wanted to look like it belongs in my entertainment center, and like the design of that thing belongs nowhere in my home right now. So yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, I, I totally get you there, and I don't even think that one would fit in mine either. No, it's so huge. Oh my God. But, you know, you know, I read a stat one time about how much time Netflix saves you in ads over a course of a year. It's like it's actual days, you know, okay. for a no- normal person. So, you know, on the plus side, if I'm getting like one second load times, you are saving some time. Like I, so sure. I'm playing, I'm playing Yakuza like a dragon right now, which is a lot of fun, but, uh, it's a series X and the low times are seriously like one second. And it's funny because they have like the tips, like the, Oh, oh here's sure, this sure. character. And like, the, <laughs> remember to check this and you can't read, you get like two words in and you, yeah. and you're there. I never um, thought about that. So then I'm like, I wonder how much time that saves. And I kind of looked it up and it seems like over the course of the whole game, you're saving yourself like two hours just in load times. And it's like, man, that's, you know, you add that up over a course of a number of games that really starts to add up. Yeah, that's interesting. 
I, I want to say I was listening to a podcast too this last week or the other week where they were talking about how the first mass effect on current gen with that remaster and load times became a 20 hour game. Really? Yeah. So you can like literally cut that game in half if you're willing to just like straight ahead mainline it because it just makes everything so much snappier. Sure. sure. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy. I never thought about that. So, so what you're saying is you invest in next gen because you get more of your free time back. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I can well, piss no. it away on another thing. Kind of sold. But when am I going to find time to shop for like artisan soaps on Etsy? If <laughs> I don't have these load screens. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a dilemma. Yeah. It's a dilemma for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix, you kind of tied into some, did you guys watch Luca? On Disney Plus? Yes. Yep. Yep. What do you think about that? It was all right. I mean, it's, it seems like it was, a, it wasn't one of their premier access movies <laughs> for a reason, but. Yeah, that was sort of my takeaway. Anytime you see Pixar and then I went to look at it on Disney Plus, I was like, oh, they're going to want 30 bucks. And they're like, oh no, it's just streaming with included. I'm like, oh, they really had no faith in this movie. Yep. And the animation, I would I would agree, was like not quite. There. I mean, it was fine. It was fine, but it looked almost like bubble guppies. I mean, not quite <laughs> yeah, quite that bad, but it's oh, it's not yeah, that far off. You, yeah, you definitely you definitely <laughs> nailed that one. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I didn't hate it. My kids really liked it, um, but I felt like it was just like kind of meh, and it was probably what forty minutes too long. Because it's like. It's a two hour movie, right? Like, yeah, it's a long and yeah, it's a little shallow too. Like it's a little bit too much Italian accent, right? Too much love of the Vespa. Yep. It's, it's not a great ride. I loved the, I did love that it was, well, I love that it was included with Disney plus. I think it was nice. Cause like a lot of times like that whole can't get a day and date unless you pony up is irritating. So it was nice to get something where I felt like I was getting my value out of Disney plus. Cause that seldom happens these days. Yeah. But I had to just laugh at the ending of that movie. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this yet, not that we're like a kid's movie podcast. Some people probably aren't going to care, but skip ahead a couple of minutes um, where, you know, they send Luca off to school and they're like, as long as you're careful, and you keep yourself safe. And then the kid's on the train for five seconds before he hangs out the fucking window and turns into a seaman. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You didn't even make it out of town. Uh, yep. Idiot. Uh, yeah. No, it had, it had problems. Like his cohort and like that whole movie, like his buddy, like, they didn't really develop that carrier or character. It's just like random kid with no dad, but like he never got a story. He never really got like, great motivation. He wasn't even a good sidekick. Right. It's just odd. Yeah. And I mean, how much of the movie is a new twist on like little mermaid? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. I mean, but at least they were right in like showing that cats are assholes. I mean, that's as long as you get that tone, right. You know, you can't trust a cat. Right. Yeah. Real bastards. They're just out to get you. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the big difference is in The Little Mermaid, the uh, dad was very mad that she left. 
and she got in big trouble. And the dad had to come save her. Where in this one, the kid didn't listen to his parents, did whatever he wanted. Everything ended up okay. And the parents yeah, were like, upset. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Like, don't listen to your parents, kids. Just do I didn't whatever think you about want. that. Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> also, like, I thought it was a little dark how the, like, villain child was like, he was going to straight up murder them with the boat. Like, they were all going to die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't happen because it's a kid's movie, but, like, that was not good. No. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's, like, you guessed on and stuff. Like, of course, Disney movies have had that, but. Yeah. Little, little dark. It was not a bully kid, though, in those movies. Yeah, it, it it was like you said, it was just like there was very much a reason you could tell they did not have the confidence to this is going to theaters and you will pay money for it. Yeah. So I think the last. So the last one was Pixar was soul, which was also directly to net or uh, Disney it was also, Plus, I think it was also terrible. Yeah. Um, And then before that, it was onward, which I think had a limited onward yeah that was the um they turned their dad into oh yeah that also was a dad that was also a bad movie yeah you're right like their track record lately has been terrible and i think has that all been this year no can't be time is a circle right now but uh yeah yeah i don't know pixar is on a on you know they're kind of damned if you do because for a while they were on a stretch of just making sequels too. Yeah. But I mean, it seemed like you used to be able to look forward to it. Mm-hmm. What was the one with the, what was the one that's like in the soul universe, but wasn't, what was that one called? It's like kind of with the emotions. Oh, inside out. And there you go. Yeah. That one was also fairly good, but not great. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're going to need Toy Story like 18. So it has to happen. Yep. I don't even know how you would write a new to- Toy Story. I didn't know how they would do it after three anyway, but uh, they did it. So yeah, I guess, did. I guess they can. Well, they better get on it because um, Tim Allen is not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. At least with Tom Hanks, his son could just step in and do the voice. That's so true. Fine. Woody would be all right. Yeah. You know, I never checked the games. Is it Tim Allen in the games? Because I know it's. Is it Tom Hanks' brother or something <clears throat> that does? Oh, really? Yeah, that could be. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I haven't played a game since Super Nintendo one. I don't think. Really? Yeah. I guess that's not too surprising because why would we? Yeah. After? What was the last game? The four? Four got a game, right? It must have been the oh. last one. Well, they were in Kingdom Hearts. This last game. Uh, well, I mean, sure. I guess that counts. Yeah. Mm. Well,. I don't have a good transition for this because I screwed it up. I should have stuck with this when we were talking about the Xbox. But did you see that that xCloud is like beta is open now? And you can play on 
iOS finally, like openly and Android. Yeah. So have you tried this at all? I, I've tried it on Android. They've had it for Android for a while and it works good. It's just like, eh. I guess I haven't found myself in a situation where I don't have a console in front of me with, or I can't get to a console sure. and I want to play a game right now. I guess, I mean, I don't have bus rides and stuff like that. So do you, uh, have the ability with Android to like sync your phone right to it? The controller not yep. phone, maybe yep. the controller. Yeah. Yep. Cause I don't think that works on iOS, right? Oh, maybe not. I haven't checked, but I would imagine it's going to be less compatible. Because they have to do it through a browser. It's like running right. in a browser yeah, window or something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that'll work or if that adds any delay to it. It worked somewhat good, but uh, I mean, I tried like Forza on it and you definitely couldn't play that competitively. Right. But uh, I, could, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I know I'm they guessing just, what is on there from like the X box game pass library. It's like, it's, it's gotta be a smaller list of games, right? I, I would say it's probably over half of the games are on there. Um, but yeah, it is a different collection. Some are on cloud. Some of them are not. I know they recently did upgrade. So if you are streaming on, on the X cloud, it'll always be on uh, the Series X, if it's possible. So you're getting Series X through your phone, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Although, well, no, I guess the resolution on phones now is good enough. So yeah, still get the benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if they cut it down for streaming or anything like that, but yeah. Yeah, I was kind of looking like they get the controller that works. They recommend for iOS where it's like it almost turns it in like a switch looking device. And I'm, you know, I was just thinking like, yeah, if I was like a person who was like not into switch, but I'm hardcore into Xbox and Game Pass, like I could see that being your alternative yeah. for like on the go stuff. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know that it's for me because I, I even when I travel, I don't take my switch, but Yeah. It's cool yeah. that it's out there for everyone to try, though, now. I mean, it's just kind of like icing on the cake for what they're already putting out there as far as Game Pass goes. Right. I mean, the, the, really, the killer app is going to be if it if it ends up on Roku or something like that, you know? Like, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah, if they could do that and just eliminate the box. You would think like they'd go for it, right? Seems like that's her strategy. Yeah. They don't care what you have really. It's just it's your choice on what you, how you want to play it. It's just, they want you on game pass. It seems like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That would be cool. I'm just like, I'm imagining in my head, like, cause they already have like these like add on peripherals for like Roku remotes, but I'm just thinking of like the Roku remote is like an add on snap on to the bottom of like an Xbox controller, <laughs> kind of like the keyboard thing. Oh, man, that'd oh, be yeah. sweet. I'm just like clip it on. Yep. Yeah. The problem is you'd have like some out of date button on there. Right. Yeah. It's for Roku. some failed app. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I can see. I mean, if they can get it to that point where it runs consistent and you can get it on an app on like most major Android devices, it's like game over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's you're doubling your install base at least at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like so involved in the Roku ecosystem that it'd be just great to like pop into any room in my house and just yep. go. I wonder how they would handle co-op though. Like, I think that would be like a hurdle mm-hmm. that maybe you can't get over initially with two controllers on the same device through streaming. Like, yeah, I don't know. Be tough. I haven't tried that. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to see what my options are. I was looking into like trying it earlier this week and then I just got distracted. And cause the idea of it is, I mean, it is really cool. Oh yeah. And nobody else is really, I mean, nobody's pulled it off successfully. Right. I mean, stadia, I couldn't tell you the last time I've heard someone talk about stadia. <laughs> well, obviously the in, Nvidia thing is yeah. doing all right for a while, but it seems like, Developers are shutting that down and I got an ad on Facebook for Amazon Luna and they were, it was like all cartridges, but the labels on the cartridges were like modern. They were showing video of modern games and stuff on the cartridges. Really? And it's like, you don't need to dust off your cartridges to play blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think, I think this is a bad marketing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think you're wasting some money on some marketing because I think the people that want have the cartridges have them for a reason. They're not like, yes. oh, this is all I have. Shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's exactly right. Cause the people who collect like us, like I look at my wall of cartridges and I'm like, I could get that off the shelf. I could get it into a console yeah. or I could just hook up my mini and just go because yeah. the ROM's already on there. So, well, and then they don't have any classic games on there. I don't think maybe some Sonic no. or something like that. So it's not like you're, saying it in that regard either where you're just like you don't have to pick up your cartridge but they're just they're just stating that oh somebody is stuck with a nintendo and they're just like oh they're i'm sick of these games there has to be a better way to play games yeah how long do you give stadia do you think i think they'll pull the plug by 2022 yesterday i can't believe it's last this long for as long as you know for how short a leash Google gives some things. So yeah, I feel like an official announcement's coming before the end of next year. Yeah. I mean, they, they kill off things that are still active, but it's not on their trajectory that they want it to be. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is below it's, it's hardly even active. I would say at this point. So yeah. I mean, think about Google glass. Like that was like one of their more like talked about batshit ideas and like, yeah, that never, that never went anywhere. No. And they shuttered their game studios for Stadia. So what's the point? I don't know. Or no, that wasn't, was it no Amazon shuttered theirs or did Google? Well, I, th- I think they both have both probably both some of their studios. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's been working on games for like a decade and they have like one to show for it. It seems like so. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. It's got to be a a tough thing to get into, you know, to be like, just going to start making, you know, a console and new games. And well, yeah, because it's not like it was, you know, 
15 years ago, even, you know, the entry level for a triple A game is mm. millions, million, millions upon millions, like maybe a hundred yep. million dollars. I mean, and if you think you're going to start that and just like have a bunch of indie games, like it's probably not going to draw like the audience that you need, which is that rabid, like Call of Duty guy. Right. You know? <laughs> yep. I don't know. I was talking about that with somebody at work this week too. And it's just how sad the state of gaming has become because of those costs. And like, granted, nobody wants the cost of games to go up, but they probably need to because nobody will take risks. Like you, we, we lost that entire B tier developer, you know, you're, right. you're indie or you are EA. There's no, there's no middle ground, you know, right. like, I mean, the studio, I guess, that's doing No Man's Sky is kind of like this, maybe one of the last remnants, but they're, I mean, they got funding too, right? Like they got a payroll from Sony to do that. Like mm-hmm. it, that, that that doesn't happen without that kind of support. So it's just bizarre. It is pretty cool. I I mean, that's this story we don't have in our thing that, you know, Housemark Games, which they were like super stardust. They were a pretty small indie team, you know? making these games and they've built themselves up with all these Sony's exclusives that they've, you know, put on their systems and, uh, they put out Returnal, which is a pretty big game for them. Right. And now Sony bought them, which Sony seems like, uh, they're like, Oh, you guys like putting your games on our system. How about we just buy you? You know? Right. Well, I mean, they're just following suit from Microsoft, right? Right. Microsoft's yeah. like, well, if if we can possibly acquire you, we will. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a big story. That was a, I mean, that that's arguably been one of the like, more notable games for this whole PS5 generation. I mean, if not the only right. true exclusive, right? Well, Ratchet and Clank, which they also recently bought that studio, you know? Right. Well, I heard a story too about how that God fall, like they're, they're porting that to last gen. <laughs> like who, who takes a current gen, like next gen exclusive. And then like a nine months, two year later is like, Oh no, we're not making enough money. We have to go to the install base of like 160 million consoles to yeah. recoup. Like that it's is mind blowing. The game of the year edition. <laughs> yeah. Back, back compat. Yeah. I mean, it really does kind of like let it sink in that like maybe this generation is, as you said, like I got a new graphics card, you know? Yeah. Sure. Load times are less. Clearly cyberpunk (laughs) is an example of why you wouldn't want to do cross gen. But (laughs) if all these other people are willing to take an attempt at it, it must be comparable enough to make it worth that effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you wouldn't just redo like everything. So it's bizarre. Like and it, it, it kind of just makes you wonder like, what are we doing here? You know, do, did we need this console launch when we got it? But, well, yeah, that's a, definitely a no, I think, but yeah, well, and then I guess I'm kind of glossing over the fact too, that we did go through a pandemic. So had things stayed on course and not fallen off this like mm-hmm. 18 month train wreck you know would would this be necessary maybe not so yeah it is just sort of unprecedented though and i don't think godfall did that well right like no people like people talked about it a lot leading up but i feel like nobody talks about it after the fact yeah 
Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're doing a launch game, if these games cost as much as they cost to, to make now, like, yeah, you might sell every copy you have on launch day, but it's still a very small number to the total of PS4 owners, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's almost like the Wii U dilemma. <laughs> like, the best-selling game is still the worst-selling game in the franchise, right? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they do. Um, but- yeah, and I mean, well, in, in by all accounts, it doesn't sound like that problem is getting better even going into next year, right? So, no, you know, you're still... <sighs> best case let's say they finally get back on demand in 2023 you know by by january 2023 everyone can get the console off the shelf yeah that's still a lot of like starving developers you know for another entire year i mean that's that's not a good outlook so yeah well and you know that's i i like playstation games better usually you know their first party stuff definitely sure it's it's home with me more, but you know, Returnal might not, I, I might like that game. I might not. I probably would have liked Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. but outside of that, then you're just waiting. You're just sitting there. Okay. What's the next big Sony thing coming out? I mean, again, kind of reminds me of the Wii U, doesn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is, yeah, it's pretty much when's the big next Nintendo thing. Whereas you got, like you got two golden releases a year and then the rest of the time you're like, this is a paperweight. Right, exactly. And if those Whereas, two golden releases can be like, if they can match the quality and they're that outstanding, you'll still walk away not regretting your purchase. But you also are you going to walk away at the end of that lifespan and have like what we all did, which was like a shelf of like 12 games that were like really, really great. And that was that was all you bought for that thing, you know? Right, right. I mean, except for you, you bought all of them. But yeah, but, you know you can go five years in and buy them all for 20 bucks, you know, hundred percent. They're all yeah, hits well, at that point. Yeah. I was going to say that's an excellent point because Nintendo has Nintendo tax and like those games will never go down in value, but you could sit on a PlayStation console, walk in and buy everything for a buck, you know, at the end of that life cycle. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's almost kind of what I did with the PS three is by the time I got that, everything was like bargain bin. Right. So yeah, Maybe that's the way to play this one is like wait for these to be like basically previous gen and then jump in. Yep. I don't and know. I, yeah. I've, I, I, I know I'm missing out on some of those. I'm sure, you know, you're not catching it when they're brand new, which is kind of fun. But um, yeah, I mean, in the excitement of bug snacks day one, I just can't like <laughs> I regret not getting on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Game Pass, it just seems like they uh they hype up the next releases and you i mean it doesn't really matter if they're xbox series x or not right it's definitely cooler if they are but it just seems like there's always something new to play on there you gotta go back and say that like uh matthew mcconaughey be a lot cooler (laughs) if they were (laughs) exactly Uh, yeah i i'm kind of with you like with with how gaming and like my excitement towards new stuff works in at this point, like it's just so much easier to not have to think about it and just like get that game pass subscription and 
Yep. You know, I don't know when I'll buy the next console because like my PC will still be fine for now. I actually booted back up my Xbox One. We're using that for games again. And it's just like it's there. I can casually play a game. I don't have to feel guilty about it. I don't have to think about it. And yep. I mean, granted, I'm still in that like buffer where I've got, you know, basically free game pass for the next couple of years. But even at 15 bucks a month or whatever it is, I spend way more money on dumber crap. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it's kind of a no brainer. And with all the exclusives that should in theory be hitting about three years from now, I mean, might just crush everything, right? Like there's the potential for like 2025 to be just absolutely mind blowing with first party exclusives for Xbox. Yeah. You'd have to imagine they'd all be hitting at the same point almost. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a interesting time for them. Um yeah. Hey, I did finally beat Dragon Quest. Did you? How many hours? I don't know because it was the timer was on in the background, you know, the quick resume stuff. Okay. So it was like three hundred and some hours, yeah. Dang. Um I beat it, got credits, and then it, they made an kind of a little clue that one of the people that died may not have died. Oh. So I'm like, okay, I look this up. Yeah. There's another 30 hours to the story where you can get to a final boss where you have to be level 100 to beat it. And I said, and you well, are what level? Uh, 60, something Oof. like that. Okay. And I said, I saw the credits to that game and it's over. That's what you got to do. Don't blame <laughs> me at all. <laughs> Don't blame me at all. Not saying it's, I mean, that's a great game. It's one, it's probably one of the, my favorite RPGs I've ever played. It's way up there. Um, but I just don't have the time anymore. Meanwhile, yeah. I start Yakuza like a dragon where right. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> referencing Dragon Quest games in it. That's a good one. Yeah. I, um, I think it's a pretty big achievement like these days, like for you with, the workload and the kids like holy crap getting through a I mean, minimum you spent like what a hundred hours on that so yeah yeah kind of amazing when it, you started it a long time ago though right like yeah when it first came on game pass which was september maybe okay like yeah i mean that's good i mean that's still actually kind of impressive that you managed to squeeze it in but yeah yeah i mean that's the thing you never know when it's going to leave and i didn't want that type of game where it's like yeah you can't be I that invested it, yeah what ha- Okay, so do you know what happens if it leaves Game Pass but you had a save? If you bought the disc or downloaded it, would it pick back up? I think so. Okay. I think the save stays, I, yeah. I, I would think so too, right? It's cloud yep. save states, so. Yeah. There was, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the one downside of Game Pass is like you can never be sure if it's going to go away. I, I thought for sure that was their marketing tactic with that. Be like, here's this 100-hour game. Finish it in a month. Otherwise, you'll have to buy it. You know? <laughs> Leaving Game Pass in November. Oh, <laughs> yeah. son of a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Are they working in? Do you know if they're working on a new one of those? Because I feel like 11's been the one that's been like put into everything over the last couple gen, but. Yeah, the ne- they uh, said the next one is not going to be turn based, even. Sounds oh. like. Which will so be, be like Final Fantasy 15, sort of, or what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, 
which is weird because Yakuza is a beat em up game, you know, action game that turned into turn based because of Dragon Quest. And now right. Dragon Quest is becoming an action game. Now we're Yakuza. Interesting. <laughs> I want to throw a bike at a slime. <laughs> I don't uh, want to see that animation. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're making a couple spin offs even of this game. Seems like the. The characters in it people liked quite a bit but uh i don't know hmm. i'm sure we'll never get 10 that was like the wii u mmo <laughs> so oh, like really? that's never that's never going to come here i don't think even though they're still working they're still adding stuff to it in japan it's crazy yeah because i feel like 11 was the breakthrough one right where like they gave a shit they localized it they got it everywhere and then people like fully appreciated it because i mean it, yeah. it, it, it had its fans but I think 11 was like what made it Final Fantasy status. Yep. And and also the fact that Final Fantasy isn't what Final Fantasy used to be anymore probably <laughs> played kind into of, that largely. Yeah, yeah, I kind of the Yeah, when I played it was it 14? Yeah, four, no, 15. 15. 15. Yeah. It was good enough. I just just didn't like it as much as regular turn-based, but Sure. Did you get an Octopath after you picked that up? Uh, it's, it's on there yet, but I haven't picked it up. I'm afraid to just oh, yeah, it is jump. on Game Pass now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid to jump back to back JRPGs. Yeah. The art style is good. I've, that one I actually played like two hours in the demo. So yeah, I don't know. This is just something weirdly fun to me about like playing as a prostitute in an RPG, but, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I got to a boss and got wiped and I was like, nah, I'm done. Like, this is why I don't, this is why I don't do these. Like I have PTSD yeah. from what was that one? Legend of Dragoon. Oh, forgetting sure. to, and forgetting to save and wiping my oh. team and be like, no, I'm not going to get those four hours back. Like I'm done. That's it. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, it's my own stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's been for whatever reason. Past few weeks, been playing games a lot. And, uh, we picked up a game that has completely enthralled the whole household. We played okay. it pretty much every night for a few hours a day. Um, and that's Pokemon Snap. All right. Really? Yeah. So my wife at one point, I think she kind of said, if we would have met in high school, Pokemon would have been the deciding factor on whether or not we would have dated or not. <laughs> okay. Or, you know... You know what I mean? Those that those years when Pokemon first came out. Sure. It Should was, have been real into your Squirtle. Yeah. It's either you're a baby for you're a baby for liking kids games like that. Okay. You know? Or you're really into Pokemon. I was into Pokemon. She was very much into that's for kids. Okay. Um, and she's held the status for as long as I know her. Um anything Pokemon related, she's actively avoided. Because it's for kids. Um, even the Pokemon Go stuff, which I thought she would have got into. Nope, nope, still not. And uh, Pokemon Snap was the one that really turned the tide where she said she was thinking about it at work and being like, I need to come home and take pictures of Pokemon. So had she played the 64 one at all? I don't think so. Okay. And just 
there's something about that theme park ride and snapping pictures that just that loop got into her system or what? Yeah. I, you know, I think part of it is she, a lot of the mobile games she has is like, Oh, you could do, yeah, you beat the level, but you didn't get three stars, you know? Sure. So there's, uh, this game has every Pokemon in the whole game basically has four different ratings on uh, how excited you get them or what action you're getting them in. It sounds so wrong <laughs> yes. when you say oh, it like that, but oh. all right. I mean, some okay. of them, if some of them, it pretty much is sed- seduction. It seems like, um, but uh, a red rocket on Pikachu <laughs> before you can get it three stars or what? Oh, that, that would be a four star for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will, I'll say, you know, when I, I was wondering how they would ever do another Pokemon snap because the original, Although very good, you can beat and go through the entire game in about two hours, I would say. Okay. Um, and this game, they have so much more depth in it where, like I said, every Pokemon has multiple, you know, stars and different actions that you want to get them in. Um, it, the interactions between all the Pokemon and the secrets of how you get them to do this with this Pokemon. It's, it's, it's actually kind of crazy that they, it's a thing. Um, it actually feels like a real world that, you know, whereas not just like a set course ride or something. Right. Whereas like you play the original, you know, even the latest actual Pokemon game, it looks like absolute garbage does not even look like a Pokemon should be there. They just like put it on a green screen. Look like, you know, (laughs) right. Um, where this, yeah, it, it just, it actually feels like you're in a real world of Pokemon and they act like they would, you know? Cool. Um, yeah, I was really impressed. I mean, all the kids love it too. And it's a perfect game to take turns with too, because each run is two minutes or something like that. And then, nice. you know, a lot of shit talking about my picture was better, beat yours, <laughs> you know? So I highly recommend it. Yeah, even, I, even if you're not into Pokemon, but I bought it at launch. I had no interest in playing it. I put it in for my kids and let them go. And I think that first night they played two hours. I want to say over the subsequent like week, they asked to play it a few more times and then just dropped off. Huh? <clears throat> just dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't huh. know. But I mean, my kids fall into that like. We got to build some in Minecraft loop and then like, wow, we got to go back and check out all our slimes and slime rancher. And actually my daughter was down here bawling this evening because she accidentally killed a jelly uh, in like uh, Minecraft. I think they had like jelly pets or something. And oh, it's just like, man, you guys take your games like way too seriously. <laughs> like you can spawn another like jelly. It's fine. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, maybe they fell off because, like, I wasn't in, you know, the kids usually, with the exception of, like, Minecraft, get really into games that, like, I'm also willing to, like, sit down and sure. guide them through. And I didn't do that with Pokemon Snap, so maybe that's part of it. But, yeah. Because Pokemon, Pokemon games are for babies. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that Slime Rancher game might be, too, but they seem like, and that, that one I did not sit down with them at all, and they still love Slime Rancher. So. Really? Yeah. They've been begging to get the vinyl soundtrack, but it's still on like not back yet in stock. So yeah, well, maybe I'll have to give it a shot then. Like I, I just kind of dismissed it, but maybe I'll sit down and give it a little bit of play then. I mean, if you don't like the original, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I never mean, played it, right? Like, okay. I know, I'm with your wife. Like, I just, I mean, granted, I'm older than you guys. So, like, to me, I missed the boat, I feel like. And I sure. thought Pokemon was kind of dumb. And then when I realized it was an RPG and I knew I didn't like RPGs, I skipped it. But yeah, I like on-rail shooters. So, plus there's yep. nothing wrong with, like, a tranquil, like, two-minute run of a game and then, like, put it down for a while. So, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it. <clears throat> it's kind of a stress reliever too. You can just throw apples at things until they get pissed off and you can take pictures of them. And it's something cathartic about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. What am I going to do? I'm probably going to put on a wig, sit in a beanbag chair naked, eat some Cheetos and take pictures of myself for Tinder anyway. So <laughs> might as well just put yep. it into a video game. So, uh, yeah. Probably get me in less trouble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it probably, that'll probably be the highlight of, the year for us and anyway anyway as a family game I, yeah i can't even think of another game you don't think that, that mario it, party coming up is gonna do it for uh, you no it's no because we're not all gonna latch onto it even me mm. on this pokemon one like i was the first one to be like okay got it you know a little bit too much repetition at this point to you know one up the other person but um which is surprising that I was the first one to clock <laughs> out on the game, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you grabbed? Um, there was some stuff that came last this week. Was it Mario Golf came out or last week? Did you grab that? Uh, it, Mario Golf came out this week, and I I haven't. It sounded like uh, the horses were pretty bare bones. Like there wasn't a lot of uh, variety. Kind of phoned it in. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's been happening with the sports games lately. Even that, like most recent Mario Tennis game, wasn't right exciting. What do you do though? I mean, <laughs> yeah, making, right. I mean, making, yeah. Then again, well, I said the same about Pokemon Snap, which sure, but well, and I just think of like Virtua Tennis. Like, how did Virtua Tennis continually make tennis more fun? So, there's ways to make the gameplay tighter, I guess, and sure. get that loop, but. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't picked that one up yet. I think that will be a game that I'll wait for maybe like a Black Friday and try to get it cheap. Mm-hmm. But that seems like a twenty nine ninety nine game at right at Christmas. Yep, hundred percent. Or bundled if you buy something else, you get mm-hmm. it like dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's been a weird summer for games. There hasn't been in the middle of these big ones. I guess the next thing is the Skyward Sword, right? And that's coming up middle of this month. Yep. I haven't decided if I'm <laughs> going to actually put my time into that or not, but especially with the thing that was like, oh, this will make it easier. And then they don't give it to you. But yeah, I think I'm going to do that one because I've wanted to play it and Ryder's still really into my son's still really into mm-hmm. Zelda. Um, so I think we'll do that one. Because he'll need some help with some of the reading. So there's a lot of reading at the beginning of that game. That's the problem with that era, right? Like even the Wind Waker, as much as I love it, it's like, man, there's so much text at the beginning of this thing. Yeah. And Twilight Princess. And it's always like, you found a green rupee. This is what you do with green re- <laughs> rupees. You put it in a wallet. And then when you find yourself, <laughs> you know, they just go on yeah. and on about, it's like, yeah, I know. Right. But yet there's no warnings about stay away from Tingle. He's a creepy, creepy man. <laughs> they never tell you that stuff. Uh, 
I suppose he's not in that one, though. I don't think so. No tingle. They're very selective on where tingle touches the Zelda timeline, I think. Yet they gave a tingle suit in Breath of the Wild, so. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something not right about that character. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't give him his own game. I mean, if Patrick Starfish is getting his own animated series, Tingle needs his own game. He Wasn't there a Japanese? I think there's a Japanese game. Really? Oh, of Tingle. We gotta, gotta look at this now. <laughs> Tingle game. This. Oh, God, this is gonna be a bad Google search. <laughs> what are the odds that this brings back <laughs> something por- pornographic? Tingle game. Let's Let's find out Google. Freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. Yeah, you're right. 12 plus. So that came out in Europe then. Must have. Not not here. Yeah. Japan and Europe. We were not ready for that type of. That's just (laughs) not fair. Why didn't they bring him over here? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to have to watch a Let's Play of this now. Huh. I'm just kind of realizing now, looking at all these pictures of Tingle, like how much the filthy Frank character from YouTube is <laughs> essentially just like a more disgusting Tingle. Uh, on on my Google search, they also the people also ask questions: Is is Tingle a bad guy? Does Tingle have his own game? Is Tingle a god? Did Tingle die? <laughs> Does Tingle have a soul? <laughs> I I suspect Tingle's a wino because his nose is bright red. Like he guy drinks a lot. For sure. Yeah. Why are Tingle's underwear on the outside? Who knows? <laughs> He's Tingle. He's like it's it's gotta be like the Wa- Waluigi of Zelda, right? Pretty much, right? Yeah. It's actually a good point. He'd make a great uh, WarioWare character. Like all those mm-hmm. like, goofy animated. He'd fit right in with that cast. Yep. Just bring him in. Just do it. So uh, have you played Super R-Type? Um, I've played, yes, on Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah? I have. Sure, this was a good time to talk about that. I don't know for whatever reason, but. I don't remember much from it. I, you know, I never got really into those R-type games. I've always found them pretty tough because, like, the character or the ship is such a large, like, hitbox. Yep. And, um, yeah. But I have, I mean, I did play the, I got sit right next to me, like, the R-type Final 2. Um, I picked that up. <clears throat> Oh yeah, and that's been that's been good. I yeah, I bought some of those garage sale games earlier in the year and like flipped them. And I was like, well, I would never buy this game, but I'm essentially getting it for free, so I'm gonna buy it. And that that's really good. Um, the whole I the thing for me with like R type and like shooters in general is like I did not appreciate them until about I don't know eight years ago. And then I'm like, oh, shooters are really great. I wish I hadn't passed these up like my entire mm, life because yeah. they're. Like some of them are legitimately great. But I don't know about our type. Yeah. I wish I knew somebody that could talk about that, but I, I know maybe next time. If only there was, I feel like there's a void in the podcast. Someone who could fill us in on our type. I will say our type on the master system is legit. 
Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I played that version. Oh, it's so good. So, so good compared to like what you get on the Nintendo. Sure. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. That's one of the few games I really like in my collection for the master system that I really love. It might possibly be selling here at the next swap meet. So we'll oh, see. Really? Yes. Wow. I have a table. So if you're going to be selling some stuff, bring some with, yeah, bring it. Okay. Cause I'm still all getting cold feet as to whether I like actually clear out my collection or if I just sit on, <laughs> sit on it. <laughs> Cause I get really motivated to get rid of it. And then I'm like, ah, but it's gone forever then. And, but I don't know. It's the same story we've talked about on this podcast every other episode for four years now. So yeah, I don't need to rehash it, but potentially I could be getting rid of that one. Yeah. Could happen. Could happen. Maybe pigs will fly. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to try and look up like a quiz or a trivia for this episode. And I know we were going to try and do a Byron burn and I don't know. Like, I feel like summer's happened and our podcast is just like off track, but yeah, I, well, I, I failed to prepare. Sorry, audience. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's like, Oh shit. It's, you know, Wednesday. Come up yeah. with something. I could have swore we just recorded last week. <laughs> I know. And then I was like, oh, I'm three weeks behind on uploading to YouTube. Like, that sucks. <laughs> so I scrambling to do that. And yeah. Plus, we lost all our audience after my rant on Omaha. So. Oh. Uh, it was really weird that they were all from Nebraska, but. I know. It's weird. None of them female either. We don't have a female audience at all. So. But I'm not surprised about that, but. No, I'm surprised we have an audience at all. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we don't. And we're just talking to a vacuum. <laughs> I mean that, I mean the space is vacuum too. So we're all, we're all there. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we, we, we I think we may need to wrap this one. It'd be kind of a shorter episode, but yep. don't need to waste the audience time with trying to come up with topics and, We'll come back next time better prepared uh, with, with some always entertaining stuff. And I guess you're going to have to, you're getting good at the outro. So. Sure. I mean, take a stab, you know, we tried to watch Gilmore girls and Gilmore girls and it turns out it fucking sucks. So yeah, we scrapped that bad. idea. So, um, so unfortunately we're going to have I've, to pass on I've that. I've been watching idea, the but... uh, Pornhub parody, Fillmore girls. Oh, that one's man. been pretty good. <laughs> Is it just nonstop talking in that one too? Yeah, but you you okay. can't hear what they're saying as much with uh, stuff in their mouths. So. <laughs> um, and this is why we don't have a female uh, audience. Yeah, and I'm gonna right. shut up now. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, so sorry. Yeah. So if you enjoy the show, like I mean, I don't know how you couldn't. Um, but if you enjoy the show, I we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Send us an email, message us on Facebook. I don't know. Email is weekendpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, check us out on the social media. And, of course, always subscribe to us on your favorite uh, podcast apps. So I think that's going to do it, right? I think so. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. So be kind. Rewind. Jingle.
tingles, freshly pickled, r- rosy rupee land. <laughs> also available on Pornhub. 